This is Adventist World Radio Ghana, Voice of Hope. Hello, my dear friend. You are welcome to Adventist World Radio Ghana and you are welcome to the segment Youth Corner. And this is a program we meet to discuss a lot of interesting topics that affect different facets of our life. And we are here to discuss another new topic which we haven't treated before and that is peer pressure. I believe one way or the other you've experienced peer pressure in a way. I am Eugene Kwabnat Akra, your moderator for today and I'm here with my able panelists. I would like them to introduce them, themselves. I'm Popes Bontinkuma. Asar Israel. And Lambert. You are looking awesome, my able panelists, and thank you so much for um, coming. And today, today's intru- um, um, topic is going to be very interactive. That is peer pressure. Uh, I believe one way or the other, we've all experienced one before. Okay, so you are going to shoot. Uh, we are going to start by action. What is peer pressure in general? I'm sure one listener out there doesn't really know much about what it entails. So I'll start with Lambert. What's peer pressure? Okay, talking about peer pressure is a direct influence to an individual being or from a group of people or person to another to solicit for their attention, their behavior to suit into what um, they, they are. And that is what we call peer pressure. That's a direct influence to um, change the person's character or behavior to suit theirs. Okay. That is what you can say about okay. peer pressure. Okay. Thank you for that. Um, Israel, what is peer pressure when you talk about peer pressure? Okay, so as my brother just said, to add to add that, when you talk about peer pressure, it can be direct and indirect influence caused by the uh, people in the same peers okay. to retain um, their uh, one's attention to them. Okay, all right, so um, thank you. Um, Kuma, when you talk about peer pressure, is there a difference between peer pressure and social pressure? Um, yeah, peer pressure. The division includes... Um, a pressure exerted by members of one's peer group, right? Okay. Yeah. But social pressure is, is the society as a whole. Okay. Maybe it could come from a higher influence. Okay. Maybe a king in the society, the assemblyman, someone in high authority, or as low as maybe the one who controls maybe the, the entry into a park <laughs> in your area. That is social pressure. It could come, it ranges from. So how, how is that pressure exerted? When it comes to what I mean by the pressure, I mean, I want to be specific on even the the person who controls your pack. Okay. Are, you t- are you talking about a person who yeah. controls your pack? How can that person is? Oh, probably a, a pressure to change your value or your way of life. Mm-hmm. Probably you go to the pack to 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 sing, mm-hmm. right? But he comes in and says, maybe the pack there's no singing today. At that time, do something else. From now onwards, there's no singing. He is the one who controls the pack. Yeah. He has changed that lifestyle that you go to the pack to perform. To perform. All right. So when it comes to social pressure and peer pressure, Israel. What which one okay has a lot of impact? Social pressure, peer pressure. Okay, we can never talk and neglect anyone from each other because we can get impact in uh, within our peers and we can also get impact within the social uh, the social area we live. For instance, as our brother Kuma just said, you know, you live in the community. Um, you 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 are with a group leaders, a group of leaders in the community. For instance, the king, the assemblyman, and the assemblyman orders that by six o'clock. You are to sleep. Maybe that I wanted to go for preps because he is the authoritative at that place, and you have to obey that rule. And it's a pressure on you. Okay. 
you understand and also the peer so if you are to talk about that as a youth the peer core is more than the social ones because within the peers we always live with them for instance i play a um, game with uh, mr kuma always i'm um, with him in the room you understand so whatever sometimes he wants me to uh or he wants to impact in me can be um will be faster than the societal one okay all right so lambert um when it comes to peer pressure okay i want us to discuss on the types of peer pressure what are some of the types you know um yes i can say that we have the direct peer pressure and the indirect peer pressure okay yes what are they I can say that the direct pressure is whereby maybe comparing to can say that have you seen your friend look at how he dresses look at his bag so for that one you see it yourself they are making some form of comparison that you see so it's a direct pressure that is being mounted on you but indirect one you can also look at how you started life with that person and where that person is up to so you'll be looking at it although no one will be telling you anything there wouldn't be any pressure elsewhere but personally when you look at that person even the way you started you were on top of him but that person has overtook you so indirectly it will be having some influence on you to become like him okay okay thank you i'd like you to also explore kuma on the different types of pressure okay, to, to add to what he said direct pr- pressure can um, be in two forms either spoken or unspoken probably I'm your, 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 okay, let me clarify this. Peers, those who are your peers are not necessarily your friends. Okay. They can be members of your age group. Okay. Good. So probably I am with um, Mr. Israel and then Mr. Lambert and then I'm smoking cigarette. Okay. Then I, I, I give it to you and push it to your mouth. Take it and that is direct peer pressure. pressure. Yeah. And it also can be unspoken. Probably you see as Mr. Lambert said. And then the unspoken part comes in when there's, there's a notion, probably something that is going around. Let's say members of a boys club are known to 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 grab the women without yeah. even saying anything yeah. so because of that pressure you want to get into a relationship you just join that cult okay right to 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 be able to grab the women without saying anything <laughs> yes. yes other types of pressure in, include them um, negative and positive peer yeah. pressure is not always bad okay. yeah and then these pressures do change your beliefs can change your values your attitudes and how the way you behave right so the negative ones as the name implies it's a bad form and the positive ones can influence you positively maybe you have a friend at church who sings in a group probably sing but at home in the bathroom and then he sees your potential and invites you into the group yeah that is a type of positive pressure so so far we have spoken or spoken direct indirect negative and positive okay so lambert when it comes to pressure, thank you very much for the contribution. When it comes to pressure, okay, there is peer pressure. Do we have some in the church? In the church, in the church setting, do we have that peer pressure? You know, normally where a group of people commune, you're definitely going to have some pressure. Okay. So we do. I'm, I'm asking the church because mostly you don't expect certain negative things. And where I say peer pressure in the church i don't mean positive i'm talking of the negative because wherever you think church is good is full of positivity mm-hmm. also for us we will have good persons in the church definitely or occasionally we can have some bad people in the church and sometimes even results from being um, the son of church elder or pastor or whoever so that one we we, we do have it in our church but mostly People does not lure into into it than the good one. Just like he made mention of singing, maybe those playing keyboard and other instruments. And this. 
that one we have um, a good impact on that but negatively i don't think we, we normally um record much okay, okay. Um, israel is it, is it is it really true that um in the church okay we don't record negativities in terms of peer pressure yeah we have it in the church for instance we all started to uh, uh, join a youth choir and at first we all trying our voices and you we were able to sing tenor but your other friend said that Charlie, come let's sing bass, bass. Me, why you can't sing bass? Yes. So it's an influence yes. causing yes. you to change. Yes. And for instance, we all we were all learning trumpet. You can play trombone. And your other friend said that if you play trombone, your mouth becomes big. <laughs> and you said that oh, then I have to also come and play trumpet. You understand? So they are all influences in the church, which sometimes cause uh, negativity to the individual's life or change their values mm-hmm. and religions. As Brother Kuma just said. Okay, Kuma. Yes, I want you to add to that. Okay. I, I do have a personal experience. Um, you, well, yes, can you, can you say that? yes, I've I've seen something like that. It's mostly good, as we were trying to say. It's mostly positive pressure that's in the church, but then there are a few negatives. Mm-hmm. Um, in my local church, probably those who watch and know me would know. Um, <laughs> the youth choir. It is there's a notion, there's a notion that when um probably you you reach SHS, mm-hmm. um you are too big yeah, to be singing don't. in the youth choir. Yeah, yeah, so true. there are some group of people who have segregated themselves okay. and are. Pulling that pressure, yeah. yes. So that is an example of a negative pressure okay. in the church. They can leave the choir and form a singing group, but then the choir crumbles. Mm-hmm. Or they can leave and join another group. That is also positive. But then they leave in for the group to crumble without anyone replacing. That is when it becomes negative. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my dear listener, if you are still watching us or listening to us, we are discussing about negative pressures in the church, and it will amaze you that in the church where we think there are a lot of positivities, there are negative pressures, and we are still continuing our discussion. I'll come back to my able panelist. Okay. So I'll come to Lambert. Lambert, <laughs> you know. I don't, if I'm a kid, as mean I'm a kid, okay, I cannot just say um, I've just gotten peer pressure. I'm sure there will be stage. There will be, there, there will be some stages where I have to go through. Can you just um, help us through the, some of the stages? What actually causes people to even give in to peer pressure in the first place? Okay. A whole lot of things can make people jump into peer pressure. Sometimes people will feel that will feel that they've been rejected by the environment. So looking at some class of people, they want to fit in. So socially, they want the environment to accept them, and then they fit in into that particular environment. Two, other could also be confusion or anxiety. The person become perplexed, don't know what to do at that particular time. So the one who will be able to, I mean speak to him negatively or positively we're definitely going to have some direct influence on it so that is also another one um three um it had just escaped me but maybe as you go through my yeah, other and I will count, yes I so will. if um israel on you when you're talking about the personality of the person um who that pressure has been exerted on you know do you say do do you do you say if it's quiet or what happens and if it's loud how does that actually influence him or her i'm talking about a loud and quiet person how does that okay it all depends on the person you accepting um these peer pressures on you depends on you because when you talk about peer pressure it means that like seeking to please the person who is forcing that thing on you because let's talk it if you force me to sit down and I don't you you start to like frown on me 
or we start to like murmuring and saying a lot of me because I didn't listen to your pressure you set on me. You understand? So you can avoid that by if you you always have to do that. Seek, don't have to seek to please people. And also, people also engage in peer pressure because of ignorance. Sometimes you don't know what to do. You'll be there, just that little advice someone gives to you, then just stick to that and work on that. So that's the reason as a youth, you have to be knowledgeable and inquire and know a lot of things as we are moving to uh, to our older stages. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Kuma, I want to ask you this too. You know, at home, just in the house, where we believe that that is where we need to be trained. Is it possible to have peer pressure at home? At home. At home. Well, peer pressure. If you are going strictly by its definition, but it's not possible. Probably, to if you have members of your peers in, in the, house, the house, fine. Where I want to, I want you to really address is that at home, in terms of virtual peer pressure, oh, okay. where maybe you are listening to something. You are, how 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 do you? And um, well, that? at at I think peer pressure usually occurs most during the formative years. That's the teen age, yeah. and at that point. I would rather skew away from saying they are ignorant, but then they are vulnerable. Okay. They want to know more. They are, they are, they are, their, their beliefs are not yet set in cement. Okay. They are still forming their own beliefs. So if you leave them to these um, virtual uh, media to, to influence their situation, then you are leaving them at either the wrong or the right path, right? And then, and then I think parents must get to know their children. Mm-hmm. So that when they, they, they find out something, they can freely come to them for their opinions. Yeah. And then they can re- really set the good example for them, yes. lead the path. Yes. So that when they are setting, they set the good manner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think peer pressure do happen at homes. But then if it's controlled or they're monitored by parents, it could be used for the better. Okay. All right. In our certain Lambeth, you know, in our certain, I experienced this a lot. Okay. And when I was growing up, where when you, you, you are watching, let's say, a program. You'll be there with your parents, and it gets to let's say, excuse me, there's a sexual scene. We'll be uncutting Excuse me, say everybody should close. You know, uh, is it right? Is it right? Is it really right? Even, Everyone to close his or her eyes. Even I let them. Even I let them. You prompt them to look at what is uh, actually going to happen. Okay, so what's the right way to deal with that, other than letting them be uncutting or everyone should close his or her eyes? Um. In fact, in this contemporary I mean season, before they even start it, the child knows where it is going to end. <laughs> it, it has become a, a challenge in dealing in dealing with that. But I think we have to let them watch educative movies or I mean those uh, kind of things. But when we just leave them blank to to be watching those um, Ghanaian movies, doing witches and other things then you even pave way for them to, to, to be influenced negatively. So I would advise that we should have some selected program to be watched with our kids. Other than that, we will spoil them the more. So Israel, so in, in, in case, in reference to what he just said, in case you are watching something, okay, as a parent, what's the right way to deal with it? You are watching something with your kids. You never knew that that is a scene that is going to happen. And it just happens. What's the the right way to, or the approach you understand so if such situation happens as a parent it's rather you educate them more on that you see when you look at the western world that's what they've been doing and it's helping the, the country to grow but although we can't bring it here but after all let the, the the child know that this is what's happening and this is what will end if you watch this or if you practice this from this that they did this is what will happen they become aware of that 
because you not adv- advising or educating him or her, you know, and leaving him or her to just watch the television, he will definitely go and practice that. So, but if he is aware or she is aware of that, that if you practice this, or for instance, you, uh, the child saw uh, some people holding guns and shooting, then definitely the, the father is not there. The child just went into the father's bedroom and went to uh, pick the gun. <laughs> you see, if you were supposed to advise the child that if you do it like this, it can kill her, the, the child will not do that. Okay. Okay. So you need to do Edu- more education. Yeah. All right. You, you need to have more education on that. All right. So time is not <laughs> is not really helping us, and uh, we are wrapping up. We are really wrapping up. I would like um, Kuma to give his last point on oh. the subject matter for okay. this section. Um, th- this becomes dicey with the uh, situation for the parents. Okay. It's two things. There are some times when you tell the child what it is and it, he goes in for it. Okay. There are some times when you don't tell the child what it is and he still goes in for it. So you, the parents, are supposed to know. Probably, um, and I know nowadays, the movies they show, if you sit from the beginning, they'll show you warnings, PG, 18. Yeah. So with that, you, you are conscientized on what is, to, what is to be seen. Good. So, and when it happens, usually they go to or the default settings for parents is to either switch the station yes. or send you yes. or tell you to close your eyes yes. but if the child chances on it you could take that opportunity to one mm-hmm. advise later after the movie and tell the child what it is and then what to stay away from okay. the goods and the okay. bads or two when it comes you change it tell the child the reason why you did that mm-hmm. usually when you change it people are your, your, your curiosity is increased yes, why, yes, what, what yes, is he changing yes, yes. so if he doesn't get an answer from you the parent yes. obviously he would have to go out go back, yes. so i think that is a that situation but then it, it depends on the situation and how the parent okay handles. okay thank you very much for that um israel your last words on all right so my last word i will get this from the proverbs chapter 13 verse 20 okay. it says that work with the wise and be a wise person. So, if as a youth, you have to work with a person who is wise. Now, if you are talking about 13 verse 20, you see, working with a wise doesn't mean that the person is um, intellectually good. No. Being a wise doesn't mean that. But you can just look at a person's lifestyle and see that this person is a wise person. Okay. Lambert. Okay. During the stage of life, parents are expected to find out from their words what they want to become in the future. Then they consistently hammer on that, that if you do this, you can become what you want to become. If you do that, you cannot become. By so doing, the child will be will be in that particular road. Alright, thank you so you much for your time, my able panelists. And dear listener, there's all time who allow us. And walk with a wise and you'll be a, a wise person. Proverbs 13 verse 20 is where we are going to end with you. And it has been an interesting discourse and we are going to continue in our next segment. Thank you very much for your time and stay tuned. Dear friend, we would like to receive your feedback, so call us on the number Plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. Plus two three three five zero one five six one eight four nine. You can also email us at the address Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. Adventist World Radio GH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address. Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS 
17564 Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. We have another segment for you, and that is Present Truth. It's a pleasure meeting you at this very moment to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to know what is expected of every man as the soon coming of the Lord will be ushered into space. My name is Pastor Felix Marfo Tebi. Shall we pray? Daddy Lord, I thank you for a privilege such as this. I thank you for an opportunity to share your word. I pray that Father, at this moment, my audience and I shall be saved by the Lord when the judgment is ushered into place in Jesus' name. Amen. Beloved, I want to tell you that Paul said to the Corinthians that this message of the cross is foolishness unto those who are perishing. But unto us who are being saved, it is the power of God. He also said in the book of Romans that I am not ashamed of this gospel because it is the power of God unto salvation to the Jews first and to the Greeks. I want to tell you that we live in the time of stupendous crisis. The crisis of our era has no medicine. Science has failed. Philosophers are silent. The great men of the universe are in tremble because they don't have the panacea, the solution to the troubles of this world. But as this world is troubled, as we are beset with tribulations and trials, I want you to be aware about what Jesus said to the disciples when he was about to leave the planet Earth. In the last moment of his career as Lord and Messiah of this Earth, Jesus had what I call the welfare message, the farewell message for his disciples. Yes, he met with them in the upper room. He met with them and counseled them. He gave them words of admonition. When he had known or when he was very much aware that his time was short, he brought all the disciples under his feet. He brought all of them closer to his feet. And he said unto them, little children, very soon, I shall be taken away from you. And when Jesus had said that, all the disciples became sad. They became sorrowed. They became full of misery because to them, Jesus was their teacher. To them, he was their master and Lord. To them, he was a brother in whom they confined, confided in times of trouble, in times of sorrow, in times of the troubles that came their way. But now that Jesus is about to be taken away from them, they were full of sorrow. That night, the eyes of Jesus was opened in the spirit, and he foresaw that many years after his death, tribulations will come, trials will come. In fact, it was revealed unto him as Lord and Savior of this world. 
he saw that after his departure, a disciple like Peter will be crucified on a cross. He foresaw that a disciple like John will be boiled in a cauldron of boiling oil. He foresaw that he will be ostracized and debarred from human society to go and live in the island of Patmos. He foresaw that Bartholomew will be enskinned. He foresaw that James will be beheaded. All this were shown to Jesus. He foresaw the mystery. It was revealed unto him. And so, when the apostles came under his feet, when he opened his mouth, he said unto them, Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it, it, it were not so, I would have told you. I am going to prepare a place for you. Beloved, the very day that Jesus said he is going to prepare a better place for us, as a pastor, I am always convinced within my spirit, whenever I read this portion of the Bible, when I read this part of scripture, it tells me that this world has failed. It tells me that this world can no longer contain us. This world cannot give us the peace that we so desire. A world that is inflicted with one virus upon the other. From HIV virus, we have seen a lot of viruses fighting and conquering our world. Ebola virus came to the scene. And today, we are fighting COVID-19, coronavirus. I want to tell you, if care is not taken, several other viruses may come to the scene. The hunter virus. What virus do you know? Yes, the army is silent. Yes, our presidents are trembled. Yes, the leaders of this world have no solution. Yes, we are troubled in several dimensions. In matters connecting to our marriages. In matters connecting to the upbringing of our children. In matters connecting to our friendship with one another. Love has left our world. Love has left our world. But I want to tell you, believe in the Lord Jesus. Jesus is the answer. As he's preparing mansions for us, let us prepare our lifestyles. Let us prepare our character because he is coming again. As Jesus is preparing mansions for us, he is telling us, put your trust and hope in me. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in me. Believe in God. Believe in his son. Jesus is coming again. Do you repose your trust in him? Do you believe in what he has said? Do you believe in the promise of John chapter 14? Jesus is coming again. He's coming in the clouds. What will become of you? What will be our destiny as he is coming? He is urging all and sundry, come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Jesus is coming again. It is a pleasure meeting with you. God bless you. It is a pleasure meeting with you. God bless you. My name is Pastor Felix Marfo Tebi. Shall we pray? Dear Lord, I thank you for an hour such as this. See us true. Let help us so that our hearts will not be troubled. If there is any one of us who's, who has a heart that is troubled, Father, give us that rest in your bosom. In Jesus' name, Amen.
we would like to hear from you. So call us on the number plus 233-5015-61849. Plus 233-5015-61849. You can also email us at the address AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. AdventistWorldRadioGH at gmail.com. You can also write a letter to us using the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, Northern Ghana Union Mission of Adventists, P.O. Box KS17564, Edum Kumase, Ghana, West Africa. For AWR Ghana, I am Bell. May God bless you. AWR Ghana, voice of hope. Voice of hope.